no, no plunder on TV will ever get a job again. <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the 40-yard switch episode 80. So a fairly decent milestone if I do say so myself. Our British, I was going to say European, correspondent is back from his time abroad. Wilbur, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks very much. It's good to be back. Um, and yeah, he went and saw two Everton games, witnessed a loss and a draw, but the draw was more like a win because it was against City at City. So... Yeah, all in all, a good experience, football-watching-wise? Yeah, yeah, it was really... I mean, yeah, the, the the Wolves game was, like, pretty disappointing, but it was also cool to, like, be there. And we scored early, and that was, like, you know, exciting. So I sat in the park end for that game, and, like, everyone went up for that. But then, as the game went on, they, like, started to play pretty shit, essentially. And let all the Everton fans, like, just, like, are so negative. Um, and we're just going after all the players. And then... Um, it was like sat next to the Wolves away end and they were all Oof, like, you know, yeah. going off, going off at us towards the end. Um, and then, yeah, the, the Man City game was really good, like way better atmosphere, lots of chanting. Away fans always way better, hey? Yeah, yeah. It was good. We were like way up in the rafters, but like it was, it was, it was still good. Well, and yeah, my, my uncle said when I got back to Liverpool, um, Everton beat Man City 1-0. <laughs> definitely, definitely yeah, a win. That's true. Yeah, I Wilbur got to live out um, uh, the fantasy of watching a get, watching your team in the away end before I did, so I'm very jealous. Um, but yeah, um, since last week's episode, we thank Rezik for jumping in for two weeks. Um, a little bit's transpired, not a whole lot in terms of footballing action. There's been the FA Cup. Uh, and uh, Chelsea have managed to lose to City twice. There's been the two games of note. True. Um, so this week we're going to talk a little bit about how Chelsea are struggling and then a little bit of how United, since the World Cup break, seem to be flying. And then we're going to go into some transfer stuff before looking ahead to two massive games this week. Uh, so yeah, I'll also, also talk about uh, your boys who seem to be yeah, struggling yeah. a little bit. Not going so very well. <laughs> uh, we'll start with Chelsea. Um, obviously, Potter now two months, three months into his quote-unquote reign. Yeah, I think I don't actually know. Must be, must be, I reckon it's at least three months. Yeah, huh? yeah. Uh, it's not been plain sailing. They've only won two or three games that, um, in their last ten. Yeah. Um, but Asterix, a lot of injuries. Yeah, a lot of injuries. I think that's that's definitely playing into it. And also, yeah, I don't know. I suppose you see more of like a long-term sort of solution for Chelsea but yeah the, the pressure's definitely on because yeah. they're playing and like especially at Chelsea a team that like rotates through managers so well to keep them at that level of top four except for maybe one or two seasons where they dropped out of it it's just like I think Chelsea fans and this new ownership maybe might just have to concede that this season they're going to drop off and yeah. then they can come back next season because like with Potter adapting to a new team, because Potter's a good manager, but like you know, he's he's not a miracle worker. Mm. Uh, with Potter adapting to a new team, and someone made a good point. It was like if you take Ben White, Thomas Partey, Zinchenko, and two or three other starting players out of our team, how does that, what does our team look like? And it's like they've got no Chilwell, no Reese James, no Ngolo Kante. Um, 
there are other players that are injured. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't, remember I can't remember right now. But even those three, are, like it's like left, right, and core defensive midfielder. Yeah, uh, key. So yeah, I think Potter needs to. Uh, the talk, the talk of him being sacked is is a bit far fetched, if I'm honest. Yeah, but I think it's it's just because it's Chelsea, and like you said, like and I think we've talked about on the podcast before. Part of the reason why they've been at the top for so long is because of the way Abramovich ran it, the way that like just get rid get rid of managers as soon as it's not working and they seem to just jump back up straight away obviously it's a different administration but like administration um (laughs) it's it's a different like regime i suppose um but yeah i I still think that you know there's there's so far there's there's so much that chelsea fans will sort of um yeah there's an expectation that has to be met yeah in their eyes at least anyway yeah and i suppose it's the change in it's a change in expectations, which would be probably the hardest, yeah. but yeah. But if you look at their team, Kukurea, uh, the, the, the back two are good. You've got Koulibaly, Thiago Silva. Uh, Azpilicueta is past it, in my opinion, at, yeah. least for the, at least for the Premier League standard. Then you've got Jorginho and Kovacic, which is not a bad pairing, but Jorginho as well, I think, has been found out a little bit in the Premier League. Uh, yeah. And then you rotate Loftus-Cheek into that, and then it's, uh, any combination of like Havertz, Mount, Aubameyang because now Amanda Breuer is out as well so like if you look at that team on paper it's not a team that's going to finish top four yeah it's that's it's not a great team hey? so, I feel like I feel like the biggest out is Reese James I feel like when, when oh, yeah. he's in he is like changed the team he's and the top three right back in the world I, I feel like Chilwell and Reese James haven't like been fit at the same time like since since probably Chilwell's been at the club yeah. and Reese James if you have both of them in mm. it's gonna be like yeah and Reese James now it's sad to say like has that tag of he's injury prone like yeah and like it's it's a tag you hate to give a player but like that is moving forward that's what he's like he, he's been in he just can't stay fit like he's he comes in he plays four or five games he get, he's out for a week he, can't, he, he comes back he plays for a month he's out for two months like it just it's it, I mean he just needs to maybe I don't, I don't know what the solution is if it's a new strength and conditioning uh, team whether it's um, regardless of results bringing him back through the under 23s because it seems I, I, I mean I don't follow the Chelsea Reddit I don't follow them closely but it seems as if he's gone and then he just comes straight back into the first team mm. there's no sort of easing your way back and when with a guy that's that fragile you don't want you, like the last thing you want to see with him is like a Jack Wilshere type career. Mm, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's hard though when he's so important for the team. Yeah. And especially given the current situation at Chelsea. But yeah, because because he he came back f- like after the World Cup, right? Yeah. And he got injured straight away. Yeah, like yeah. second game back. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit sad, really. Mm. You feel for him. And Chilwell's the same. It's like he had the massive injury, comes back, and he's just got little niggles here and there. So yeah. He is also someone who's definitely got oh, the... Oh, class. Yeah. Oh, and the injury prone Injury prone yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's just hard, because like, like, especially in this mo- in the modern era where fullbacks are so important and you've got arguably two of the best fullbacks in the league in your team and you don't have them, it's... Just, yeah, it's... Yeah. So, moving forward with Chelsea, though. Sorry, were you going to say something? No, no. Um, obviously, we probably both agree they're not going to finish top four. No, no. What, what do you... What, what, what's a realistic sort of outlook for them for the remainder of the season? Because we've got half the season left, roughly. No, more than half the season, but still. I think once they get a few players back from injury that they'd expect to sort of, like, improve, I don't, I, I don't know where a good finish is for them now. Probably, like... Within the top six. Yeah, I think a Europa League spot would be probably 
Yeah, I, I don't want to say a minimum for Potter because I don't think it is, but I think I think they probably could do that once mm. they get their players back. Do you, yeah. do you think? No, no, I think so too. I think unless Liverpool buck their ideas up uh, and sign I can, and figure things out, I think Chelsea and Liverpool occupy the fifth and sixth spots. Mm. And I, I would have said Liverpool will finish in the top four because I don't think Spurs are very good either, but Spurs seem to be less inconsistent than Liverpool at the moment. Mm. But like, I, I, to be fair, that's a coin flip though. Yeah, they, I think they Chelsea go, they're finish, going up and down recently. Yeah, I think Chelsea them. will finish sixth and then it'll be between Liverpool and um, Spurs for who for, finishes for fourth. For fourth, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, the next team we're going to talk about uh, will be uh, vying with... Um, I don't think they'll be up with Arsenal and City, but I think United at this stage probably locked in third i'd say you, you don't reckon they can um... oh wait newcastle wait that's the top four. Oh yeah true yeah, yeah, newcastle, sorry yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. yeah no liverpool spurs and chelsea can fight out for the for the fifth and sixth you reckon newcastle are gonna stay up there till the end i think so yeah because like they're, like they're, do, they're they're continuing this good runner format with some key players out who's out at the moment uh they've they've they they only just got alan St. maximum back they yeah i've seen he's been coming off the bench they were oh that isaac's not not playing Oh, true. Um, is Wilson still? Callum Wilson just came back yeah. from injury. Um, and there was another one. I can't remember who it was. But there's another player who yeah. they're missing. I think it was a midfielder. Yeah. But um, yeah, I suppose, yeah, the, like they are still performing really, really good. Yeah. Is Trippier out? No, I think he's back. Gonna, yeah, Dan Burns been playing left back, not yeah. right back. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So yeah, but anyway. Uh, anyway, Manchester United. Um a little bit inconsistent to start the season, but like pretty good considering their seasons, the season before this season. But since uh, the players have come back from the World Cup, Marcus Rashford looks transformed. I wouldn't say transformed, but back to his 2019 20 season yeah. itself. I think he's probably close to the form of his life. He scored, I saw a stat today, he scored seven goals since coming back from the from the World Cup in all competitions. And that's more than like four games? Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. So yeah, Marcus Rashford's firing. The team looks good. Is Lissandra Martinez back from... I, I think, yeah, I think he was back. He definitely, like... I saw a video of him, like, you know, clapping to the fans with the with the medal around his neck. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if he's been back in the side, to be well, honest. Yeah. Well, regardless, whoever they've had at centre-back's been playing fine. Wan-Bissaka's had a bit of a resurgence. Yeah, I was going to say, Which I'd love yeah. to see that. Uh, he's one of the few United players I actually have some time for. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Luke Shaw has been playing like he's been playing for England. Yeah, me and Gus were watching one of the United games at the pub and I saw that Luke Shaw was starting at centre-back. I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, and he, like, he killed he it. He killed it. He killed it. Like, he, won, yeah. he won man of the match in one of the games. They, I think it was a game against... I'm not going to say who it was against. Yeah, I, I, think, I think yeah, he, I think I remember the game. He got like an assist or something. But yeah. yeah, I can't remember who it was. But yeah, United, uh, United are... And like obviously getting Ronaldo out of the team is a beautiful distraction. Yeah. Um, so I think... Um, who was it who's been good? Uh, Garnacho has been really good. He played really oh, true, well against yeah. uh, Charlton in the FA Cup. I think it was this morning. Um, and he filled in quite... Like he didn't score, but he filled in quite amicably when Rashford had to come off the bench for the disciplinary stuff. Yeah, yeah, in the Wolves game, yeah. Um, and there was another... You know Facundo Palestri? I've heard the name. Yeah, he made his debut against Charlton and got an assist. It just seems like everything is going perfectly yeah. for United. And Ten Hag now is the... F- fastest United manager ever to 20 wins yeah true which is I, I was like so Alex Ferguson and then I realised United were really shit when he took over so that's not actually that surprising mm. um, 
so yeah, everything's looking up, and I, I do think at the moment they'll be th- they'll finish third or fourth. It depends on how Newcastle maintain their form, but yeah, I I really do think I mean it's, and this is not a really really hot take, but I really think that the key to it all is like Casemiro, like oh yes, yeah. he has been killing it, and we spoke about it so much last year <laughs> previously about yeah. how. They're just like so weak um, in that defensive midfield position. As soon as he comes in, it just frees up other players and people, yeah. people have more confidence. So. Just like, even if he's not like, I mean, he is playing really, really well. But even if he wasn't playing, just having someone competent in there who doesn't give the ball away every like five times a game. Yeah. Like, but yeah, he, he's like, I think the start was a little bit like shaky at yeah, times. Yeah. You saw a few I mean, things. everyone needs to adjust to a league that's never played him before. Yeah. But now he's like... You know, you see like highlight reels of some of the tackles, um, some of the passes he's distribution is yeah. like amazing. Um, yeah, so it's good. I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, there's not much else really to be said, but it's just it's it. it I hate to say this, but it's nice to see. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I think it's nice to see because of just the figure that Ten Hag seems to be. Yeah, like, I like he that. just seems like a pretty down to earth person who's just very, very good at what he does. Yeah, I like the vibe around United right now. I'm yeah. sure I hate them once they play against us, but right now I like the vibe around them. Maybe because I don't know. Maybe because I've like I feel like I've tuned out of football media a little bit over the past few weeks in terms where I'm not like fully online watching fan reactions to everything, so I'm not getting the ugliness of United fans being like, we're back. I'm just watching football and watching the players. And that's, that, that's been nice. Yeah. 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 They're definitely, it's a likable group of players. The yeah. fans are a different story for yeah. sure. But I think like leading it all, like just Rashford's form. I think every, like most people would like Marcus Rashford. Yeah. He's, he's a likable character. Hard to and, he's like, and like he's, he's killing it, which is yeah. sick. But a team that isn't killing it right now, <laughs> Down the oh, other yeah. end of the ladder. <laughs> yeah, your boys in blue, the Toffees. Um, struggling somewhat. Uh, not in the relegation zone, but thereabouts. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> a win, quote-unquote, against Man City was uh, buffered by a loss to Wolves and then a blowout loss to Brighton. Brighton, yeah. Uh, how'd you go in the FA Cup? We lost 3-1 to United. United, yeah. Which is, you know, that's that's not a bad result. No. But I think... Obviously, before the World Cup break, we shipped seven goals to Bournemouth in two games. Yeah, two losses, and then come back the game against Wolves. I think, like, it's it's a bit unlucky not to get a point there. To be honest, like, actually, like in the game, the the fans were going crazy because they were kind of like it was late in the game and they wanted to go for a winner, and they kind of like I feel like they got pressured a little bit and like influenced by the fans went for a pass that wasn't really on fucked it up and then got hit on the break but also like that was a crazy counter yeah it was a good counter but yeah i, yeah, I feel like it just got baited a little bit mm-hmm. and like tried to rush it and then they played they played really well against city yeah i didn't actually see too much of the brighton game but i haven't watched the brighton game full disclosure yeah not even the highlights i was like do i want to see if it's lose for one to brighton not really <laughs> well yeah again brighton are a good team yeah, and Matoma Matoma played really well again. Who was like just lighting up this season, um, and there was a few just like individual errors. Like one of them, I think for the fourth goal, Garner tried to play a pass back to Pickford, and like literally just put it on a plate for I can't remember who scored. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's definitely issues there. 
I'm not exactly sure what what the issues are. Yeah, but, and um, now Wobie's out for a month. Yeah. I think he had been... Coasting a bit? Yeah. I don't think he'd been playing very well, to be honest. It's not the biggest not the biggest out. But, but attacking midfield isn't an area where you guys are super strong. Like you've got Anana and Ghana behind him. Yeah. But who comes in for him? Or do you play Tom Davies next to Ghana and put Anana further forward? I think probably unless one of like uh, Gray McNeil or Gordon can True. do an attacking midfield role, but yeah, again, I suppose Dom's been in and out. Um, what's his name? Malpay was terrible against Wolves, like okay. really, really bad. Yeah, um, I don't think that transfer has worked out at all. But that one goal against Liverpool, though, <laughs> was it against Liverpool? No, West Ham. Oh yeah, 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 that was a sick goal. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I mean, there's there's obviously bigger issues at at Everton than um, I suppose issues at a higher level than than Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think Frank is in the hot seat, or do you think he's going to be given a bit more t- like time? I think the fans like him, so I think that might give him more time. And the fans are like going like very much after the board now. Yeah. Like Kim Wright and that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he probably doesn't have that much time, to be honest. It's the Premier League, and if, if you're not doing well, and it looks like you're going down. But I suppose, on the other hand, he steered us out of a relegation battle last time, yeah. but he also steered us into it. So I've seen... I've I seen, don't I, know. And like, <laughs> once once you see one Sean Dash meme, that's when you know the avalanche is not far away from seeing lots of Sean Dash memes. <laughs> but I think, yes, yeah, Sean Dice is such a... I don't think it's a good fit. Yeah, it's not a good fit. I mean, it's just, it's like a concession. It's like when we bought, bought Big Sam in, like, yeah. you know, it's a concession that we're in a... I think Sean Dash is a big better manager than Big Sam, but yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I don't think it's... I think it would be another bad decision in a long run of bad decisions at the club. It's yeah. just, there's no sort of um, vision to it. Mm. Yeah. I w- basically I, I would like to see them stick with Frank. I reckon I reckon he can yeah. I reckon he can do a good job. I just think Everton need to cling on to league life for as long as they can until the stadium gets built and then they'll be fine. Yeah. We actually went down and saw the stadium. Oh, what's it look like? It looks fucking massive. massive? They have finished like all of like the outside and they're building the inside now. Yeah, yeah, they're starting to do the inside now, but it's 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 really good. It's actually. literally right on the water, hey. Yeah, yeah. So there's like there's the main city and then just down the Mersey a bit there's just like old kind of dock areas that they're kind of like redeveloping yeah I think I went on a Ferris wheel around there once when I went to Liverpool yeah I think that's Albert Dock so that that was redeveloped a while ago and oh, okay. then further down the Mersey um, yeah it's like it's like way less developed but the stadium's obviously going to like bring a lot of investment into yep. it a lot of, lot, of, lot, of foot, lot of foot traffic yeah but um, yeah I said to my uncle that yeah it's going to be funny if they're Playing in the championship. Yeah, we're the biggest stadium <laughs> Next in the championship, season. that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, we hope we hope Everton stay out. We like Everton, or at least, obviously you do, but I yeah. like Everton as well. Um, now, oh, I've completely forgotten my train of thought. I think we're on to transfers now, if I'm not mistaken, and then we'll cover the last two games uh, that are coming, the two big games that come out this season. So, transfers. Um, the most notable one that is here we go, I'm pretty sure, is Joao Felix to Chelsea. If I'm if I'm if I'm not wrong, yeah, yeah, I think um, that's really the main one at yeah. the moment. I I don't like it personally. I don't think it'll work. It's a it's like like a le- like twelve million 
pound or euros for a six-month loan is ludicrous to me. Yeah. Also, there's problems at Chelsea that need to be fixed that are much bigger than striker. Yeah. To be, but to be fair, they do need one because Aubameyang's passed it and Bro is injured, mm. and Havertz obviously can't play up there. Um, yeah. Yeah, it looks like they're trying to tie it over until Nkunku comes in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I honestly don't think that's going to work. I reckon he'll get bullied in the Premier League. Yeah, I think he could be a good player in the Premier League like with time to adapt, but you don't have any time to adapt in six months. Mm. Like He's got technical ability to be a very good player, and a player that Potter would like, but I don't like it because you've only got him for six months and he's not going to adapt in that much time. Yeah, I feel like he's always had a lot of hype around him and I probably haven't seen him play very often. He's a real, he's a very good player playing in a system that doesn't suit him. Like he's, yeah. he plays in a you know counter attacking deep sitting team under Simeone. True. Where he's a, he's a player that would thrive playing in a possession based team. Mm. Uh, that being said, while Chelsea are that, I still don't think like I said he's like he's a player that will definitely need time to adapt to the league. Mm. And who knows? I could be wrong, and he could he could bag ten goals in the second half of the season and be great, but. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see the vision. Yeah. I don't see it happening, and especially, like you said, that's not really the position they need to strengthen in until yeah. they until they get, like, you know, like, sort out the, the issues elsewhere. And, and I think mainly in midfield. Like, they've got mainly some all right midfield, midfielders. Yeah, definitely. But, like, until they sort that out, like at United, it just puts pressure on the rest of the team. Yeah. Although, one thing I will say about the midfielders, I'm happy find um, Dennis Zakaria is finally getting a run. Oh, true. He's the like, he's, he's, there's not much to him. He, he's just tidy. Like he doesn't give the ball away. He's very simple. He yeah. does simple things well. Like he's not going to win you a game. He's not going to lose you a game either. If you know what I mean. Mm, yeah. True. Um, one player that I do like the vision for is Vout Bekos to United. Not. I think I don't know if he starts for them, but off the bench, I like I like that. Mm. It, it's a really good change of pace. Uh, United have good have have players that can cross the ball really well, uh, especially especially like Fernandez when he gets in like those half spaces like uh, towards the corner towards each corner of the box. Yeah, yeah. And those little crosses he does, Val Vegas would feast on them. Um, and who knows if they want to push Rashford out to the left and start him up top? Like that's a, it's it's a, it's a different option. Uh, I like it. Yeah, I think when I first saw it, I, I didn't really think much of it. But listening to you talk about it, like, yeah, if it's if it's a change up, if it's like a off the bench sort of thing, I think I think that's good. But I think earlier in the week, Ten Hag was talking about how all of the signings United have made recently have been like average players, and I feel like he is a little bit average. But I, he definitely offers something. Yeah. But like, and uh, like he he's he, he's not what it, like is going to be their main striker. They, no. They're going to go for someone better in the summer but yeah see the rumor that apparently they'd be interested in going for Harry Kane I saw yeah I'd love to see that I think that'd be I would hate to see that <laughs> actually I'd like to see it because it would make Tottenham worse but I would also hate to see it because he's going to United um, but yeah it would be interesting that's for sure yeah actually the fact that it would make Tottenham worse makes me like it a little bit better <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that yeah um, I'd, I'd definitely like to see it mm-hmm but I think for for Harry Kane, definitely just think about where he can go. And he start needs win to trophy. leave Spurs. Like, yeah. Conte has is not making the team look any more like winning a trophy, mm. and he is he's still got two three years of his prime left. Like, yeah. needs to leave. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I think he needs to go somewhere he's winning trophies straight away. So, or at least contending know. for them. Spurs aren't contending for anything. Like, yeah. not even close. Mm. Yeah. 
they're, they're, they're definitely not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Val Vegas, I like as a, um, as a, like, as a change up, kind of like how, not saying that, you know, I need to revert back to this, but kind of like how David Moyes used Marouane Fellaini. So, or no, Jose Mourinho used Marouane Fellaini. Yeah. To like come on and win a game. I think, because like Rashford's good and is great at striker. And so, and, and Martial seems to be having a resurgence, but that style of forward isn't going to work against every team. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you try and, you know, de- you try and death by a thousand cuts with Rashford and Martial for 60, 70 minutes against a, like, Wolves or yeah, someone. Yeah. And then... Low sitting. And then you go, you know what? Chuck big six foot four about Vergo stuff. And, see and get what. Luke Shaw to whip the ball in. Exactly. Luke Shaw, Bruno Fernandes, um, not one because while he's been playing better, I still don't trust his crossing ability. But um, He did that... I can't remember who was against. He did that awesome assist where the oh, ball he, like, was like flies, going out. Yeah, he, like volleys it back in. That was awesome. But yeah, they've got plenty of good crosses in that team. I like that change up. Um, next on the board... There's... Um, Depay's been linked to... Atletico to like replace Joao uh, Felix. Yeah, Joao Felix. Is he is he not playing for Barcelona? I don't know. He he. Yeah, I'm not sure. Mm. I'm not sure. I, again, I, I I for Atletico, I don't see the vision there. You're replacing one player who who doesn't really suit your system with another player who wouldn't really suit your system. Yeah. He's he, yeah. He's he's a good player though. He's but. a good player, and and, and he probably do fine. But like. I don't know. I feel like since Atletico Madrid haven't been able to replace the Diego Costa Suarez little era they had where they last won the league. Yeah. Um, it's hard to replace. I mean, but Suarez was pretty much past it by the time he went, and then he won the league with him. Yeah. And but before, he was still good that and then before, Yeah, and then before that, they had Diego Costa. So, yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have too many thoughts on that, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I think it's like an all right signing and seems seems likely. Mm. But, yeah. Yeah, I just struggle to see how Atletico are going to, you know, trouble Real Madrid and Barca at the top this season. It seems like that's once again a two-horse race. Mm, yeah. Um, and I said off air I wouldn't touch on it, but just so I can give the readers my thoughts, the listeners my thoughts, uh, the Mudrik to Arsenal thing is uh, ongoing. Like every day, it's another tweet saying talks are ongoing. Uh, Shakhtar seem happy to wait until the summer to sell him because like they value him at him at. Uh, quote unquote Anthony level money which is what which is what's so fucking annoying Anthony was never worth 100 million yeah and he's shown that and he's he now broken the market to, to everyone's like well we've got a guy who's as good if not better than him so we want you to pay us that it's like it's annoying but that's it is what it is and yeah. Shakhtar are gonna look like they're gonna hold firm um, I heard I saw a thing which was like Arsenal were trying to include something where Thirty percent of the transfer fee is potential bonuses that he would get that would bump the transfer up if he meets certain targets. Whereas um, Shakhtar only Shakhtar want a maximum of twenty percent of bonuses, so they just want more cash up front. Right. Okay. And that seems to be one of the sticking points. Um, but yeah, like I said to Wilbur off air, uh, I don't want us. I don't like this is trending toward the money that the way the money the way the money talk has been trending is t- towards this guy being our record transfer. I don't want that to happen. If we're gonna break our transfer, it needs to be for like a proven guy yeah like a Jude Bellingham for example I'm not saying we're gonna get Jude Bellingham but like someone like that would be nice though (laughs) yeah someone like that who's like shown he can do it in Europe for a while at the top level Mudrick's had one good Champions League group stage yeah like 
And it just seems like, again, it would be, you know, lots of the big money transfers in the Premier League just haven't really yeah. worked out recently. And it seems like it probably could be like that. And like, like I was saying uh, last re- week's episode to Rezik about this, we do need a person who can come in for Saka and Martinelli because right now our bench outside of Smith-Rowe and Vieira and even them, like they, need, they still need to... Smith-Rowe's been out injured, Vieira needs to bulk up. Like City can like take, you know, Foden off, bring Mares on. We need, a, a, we need more top-tier options that we can bring off the bench and rotate in. Yeah. And we don't have them right now. But City didn't pay that much money for any of those guys. They brought Mares for 60 million, you know... It was a while ago now, and you know, City would if City wanted a player and they thought he was worth it, they'd they'd just go for it. This is true, but City, I, I noticed something. City have actually never spent more than, except apart from Jack Grealish, like I've got a lot of their other guys who are in the forty to sixty reach, million region. Yeah, true. And like they spend, a, they buy a lot of them, so like yeah, they're still like buying out the league. But like, Mares, they bought Mares for sixty million. He was a he just won PFA Player of the Year in the Premier League. Yeah. But that was like 20, what, like 2014? 2017. Something. 2017. So yeah. Way off. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a while ago. And the, like the inflation in like in player, like the prices yeah. paid for players is, is is a bit intense at the moment. So Yeah. And I, I say Anthony broke the market, but maybe Grealish broke the market actually. But. but I think if you need, you know, if you do need someone and you want to c- compete with Man City... That's what Man City would do. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? But, they wouldn't think twice. But yeah. that's the thing. Like but, Arsenal, but you're not Man City. Arsenal's so. record transfers under under the new regime of Edu um, as being the sporting director or whatever is 50 million for Ben White. So Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, yeah. Like, like you haven't... I suppose you haven't spent, you know, that much on big money transfers. You've got, yeah. you've got a lot of really good young players come through and maybe that's... Just something you need to do. Obviously, you don't have the cash that Man City has, so... Yeah. Um, finally, uh, wait, have you got any other transfers? Or Yeah, I suppose in, in the similar vein of players being too expensive, I think Enzo Fernandez. Oh, um, my God, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That 135 million yeah, euros. Yeah. What? <laughs> and I mean, yeah, yeah Chelsea, Chelsea need Chelsea midfielders, went. but that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Mm. That's Jude Bellingham money. Yeah. Exactly. If you're going to spend that much money, you may as well go after Drew Bellingham. But yeah, I, I think Chelsea quite rightly um, didn't go for that. And oh, they didn't go for it in the end. Well, it seems like he's. I think he played for Benfica and scored. And the um, the manager, or whatever, said uh, that yeah, he's our player. That's all like done. But, oh, okay. I mean, we'll see. I do but, think he will go to a better team in recent years. He, I, I watching him in the World Cup. I remember the first few games being like, "Who's that guy? He's really good." And then figuring out it was Enzo Fernandez. Yeah, he's very solid. Like and just like he's like not very big in stature, but just a really good like Jorginho esque like deep lying defensive midfielder. But he's got a bit of bit of C U N T about him. You know bit, what I mean? Bit of dog about him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah I I wonder whether Ben Fika like you know maybe they should go for it because it's inflated now because he just won the World Cup. Like, yeah. Maybe just sort of anyone young, anyone young player of the tournament just cash in because he's good. But you know you can get eighty ninety million for him and. You know, that's, could have got 135 million for him. No, nah, but Chelsea weren't going for that. Oh, going I think I think their offer was around 80 90. Yeah. It's still good money for a player that is good, but like, yeah, they just seem to churn out. But also, I, we we do forget sometimes that like these te- these quote unquote smaller teams 
are still like the premier teams in their respective league yeah. and also are in the Champions League. So they need they want to hold hold on to their best players to stay relevant in those competitions. Yeah. So it's tough. But like like I said, they, they don't quite have the pooling power of the big six, the quote unquote big six in England, the Real Madrid's, the Barcelona's, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. yeah. So I do see Enzo Fernandez leaving in the next two seasons, but, or even next, or even in the summer, but glad that he didn't go for 135 million because that's, that, that's what I expect Jude Bellingham to go for around. I expect Jude Bellingham to go for in the region of 100 to 130. Yeah. The scary one will be if um, Mbappe ever goes to Real Madrid. Yeah. That's the scary one. Mbappe and Jude Bellingham are the two highest, um, or Haaland for that matter. But yeah, yeah. I, I do. But I do think uh, Mbappe and Jude Bellingham are the two most expensive players in the world right now. Wait, so who? Jude Bellingham and Haaland? And, and, and Mbappe. Mbappe. The only reason I'm not putting Haaland in that is because of how low his transfer fee was. Yeah, like he's playing so well, but like, and also because he he doesn't like. I feel like Mbappe and Jude are the two that are the, seem like they're the most likely to be the next big transfer. Jude more so. Yeah. Um, I feel like in terms of how I'd value those players, I think it would be Bellingham, Haaland, and then Mbappe. But I agree that Mbappe is just probably more likely to go sooner. So he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's Jude, and then it's Mbappe and Haaland. Only uh, only because a centre midfielder like that is a lot more rare than a forward, and also uh, he's younger. He's nineteen. Yeah, but I think I think it's like. Bellingham, Haaland, and Mbappe. Because oh, like, I, like significantly a bit lower. Y- yeah, M- Mbappe lower than Haaland for sure. Because I, I think what you like, say is true. That I reckon there's a lot of forwards similar to what Mbappe does. Yeah, not obviously not as good, but yeah. yeah. A lot, like, like there's, a lot of, there's a lot of left wingers who can play inside left and score goals. Yeah. What Bellingham does is very rare at the moment, and I reckon. number nines are incredibly rare. Like, yeah, to have what Haaland has at his age, I think is like... Like Harry Kane's probably, you know, close to to what he's. But Harry Kane wasn't that good until he was 25, 24, 25. Yeah, exactly. He, like, but Harry Kane was on loan at Norwich and Leicester when he was this age. Yeah, what Haaland's done in the Premier League this season is just like yeah. ridiculous. And he didn't even miss a beat. He came back from the World Cup and he scored like three goals since then already. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. All right, that's it. Transfer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Finally, there's two massive, massive games this weekend. I'm pretty sure is it's there? United City and Arsenal Tottenham. Oh, is it the North London Derby? Arsenal Tottenham is Monday, 3.30am, and I'm pretty sure... Um, are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> I hope so. I did see that the... Our next game is against Tottenham, I'm almost certain. Yeah, Monday, Jan 16, Arsenal versus Tottenham. Uh, well, that's our time, at least. Uh, I, was on, I was on the wrong game day for um, some reason. And... Yeah. United City... 11.30 our time on Saturday Saturday yeah, yeah. I might watch that one um, yeah alright so which one should we do first let's start with the Manchester Derby and then finish yeah, it, yeah. okay um, this is the most intriguing one in yeah, quite some time yeah. because they're both in such good form um, I personally off the bat before I go into it I think this game has draw written all over it like a cagey draw or no or? like a fiery draw like, like a two all true i think they're both really good uh and it'll be cagey initially and someone will score and then it'll be kind of like back and forth yeah i'm, I'm feeling kind of like liverpool city the two two walls they had last season yeah true similar vibes true i, I reckon united are gonna win it 
You reckon? Uh, right. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel that like, I don't know. They're they're just in such good form at the moment. It's at Old Trafford. City have City are in good form, but I think by the standards that they've set themselves, they're not really at where they at where they want to be in terms of league position. It, I mean, yeah. in terms of league is, position, is, is 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 City drawing with Everton based, influencing <laughs> your? It is a little bit, but it's 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 more it's it's more that I think there's a I reckon a, probably a better feeling around the United changing room at the moment than there is around the city, and this will be like a game where you know emotions are kind of because you also important. But, but you could also say the the mood around the changing room at United right now as good as it is could potentially is it potentially fragile and like you know could it could have lost the city here damage it a bit no I don't think I don't think so I think because of the way like because of Eric Ten Hag's management I think mm. if they lose um, I mean obviously hurt it a little bit but I think just for this game I think mm. only thing I'm worried got the more, more momentum only thing I'm worried even though City are doing better yeah only thing I'm worried about for United and which is why I haven't got them winning this game well, not only thing but one of the big things is I'm not sure if they're still doing their like hopscotch ba- like, no well, hopscotch they're disjointed back four. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing that I'm, like, erring on. True. But, like... Yeah, you know. I, I suppose if it's Varane and Martinez, it's going to be... Yeah. Yeah. But if it's, like, Varane and Lindelof sure. or Varane and Shaw... Yeah. Because um, Maguire's still out injured, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think he was playing the other I day. playing the other day. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm still... Th- I, just, I just feel like this game has big-time draw. Written all over. A good game, but draw. Mm. So I'll, I'll stick. I'll stick with two all. Fair enough. I'll go. Oh yeah, I've got to make a score prediction. I'll just go two one. Two one. Yeah. Okay. I think City will probably score. Um, all right. Last but not least, the North London derby. This time we beat them three one at home earlier this year. Did, did we? I'm pretty sure we did. Yes, we did. No, we did. We did. We did. Um, uh, that when, was early, early on. Yeah, and like Shaka scored and Gabby Jesus scored. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and this this one's at Old Trafford, a ground we've found not, found notoriously hard to win at in the in recent years. Hotspur Stadium. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, <laughs> what did I say? Old Trafford. Old Trafford. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's not even White Hart Lane either. Um, as 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 inconsistent as Spurs have been, there is just something about yeah, a bit worried. They turn up at <laughs> yeah at home. Yeah. Uh, and also, as good as Nketiah has been, I don't know, Gabriel Jesus was like everywhere in that game against, he didn't score, but he, oh no, he did score, but like, he was just, he was just a menace. Yeah. And like, and like, Nketiah, when he gets into, when he gets into the right positions, I've got, I'll back him to score, but it's like, does he have that, like, you know, that passion to like, hassle the Tottenham backline all game? Yeah. Like Gabriel Jesus did. I don't know. He, I mean, Inketa definitely seems very up for it, but there's there's definitely levels to it. I mean, he's come in as a good replacement, but I think what uh, Hazus did when he came in was like galvanise the whole oh, team. Oh, yeah, 100%. I was actually um, thinking of that exact word when you yeah. said it. <laughs> galvanise. Um, yeah. Um, what was I saying? Inketa, <laughs> uh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Inketi has performed very well. He scores some very like good goals and important goals for Arsenal. Um and I think he can probably do well in the um, in the North London derby, but yeah, he's, he's not Gabby Jesus. Hmm. The biggest thing for me and will be, can we not give away a penalty to Tottenham? We do it 
every the reason Harry Kane has got that record amount of North London derby goals is because half of them or more than half of them have been penalties, stupid penalties that we've given them. The one they they scored at, at home in the reverse fixture earlier this season, Gabriel uh, Gabriel not Jesus, other Gabriel just Magalhaes. Yeah, Magalhaes. Um, just like slides in for no reason when like. Someone like Son or someone has his back to goal. It's just like boneheaded thing. He's got that in him a bit he like Shaka. Got in him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, if we can not give them a penalty, a backup because like also we usually always give them penalties at like really inopportune times where it's like nil all or we're one nil up. It's just like yeah. Um, I, and yeah, but I, I, that being said, I, it's almost inevitable that Harry Kane will score in this fixture. So I think he will. I'm going to ask you what you think before I say what I think. <laughs> Score prediction. No, result first. Yeah. I, I, I reckon Arsenal are going to like dominate and win. Oh, okay. I reckon. I think Tottenham, Tottenham haven't been good. Yeah, that's true. They've been very up and down. Like, I don't think... And, and Arsenal have been crazy good all season. Yeah. And I don't see any reason why Tottenham would win that game. Yeah, that's true. Like, Harry... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like, thoughts. yeah, my thoughts are like Harry Kane's been good at like bringing Tottenham back in recent weeks from like you know losing to Brentford, losing to Bournemouth, losing to whoever else they were playing the other day, and like he just oh, actually no, they won Villa, they, they won three nil the other day against someone, but they yeah he brought them back against Villa. Yeah, they won three nil against who they win three nil against someone I forget. Um, Wait, just was someone, it Villa? Did they beat? They won three 0 the other day, and Kane and something scored. Uh, it might have been four. They beat Palace four 0 Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that was very impressive. And that's like Brian last, Hill played really well. That yeah, game. That, and that's their last result going into this game. Of course, of course, they you know gain momentum at the right time. Um, I want to. I want to agree with you. I want to say we're going to win, but I've just been burned so many times. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because yeah, of yeah recent history in the fixture. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Nketiah to score a brace and we're going to win. <laughs> so 2-0. 3-1. 3-1. Yeah, true. What do you think? I'll, I'll go with 2-0. 2-0? Okay. Yeah. I think Kane will score. It's just inevitable. But probably from a penalty. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nketiah scores a brace and someone else. Martinelli. Someone, Martinelli or Saka, one of them too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that. Yeah, I, I honestly, honestly think that Arsenal will dominate. I, like, I don't really see why. Yeah, I don't know. They've just been playing so well, and Tottenham have not been playing well. Or like, at least they've been inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. What's what's happened to Basuma? He's been out injured, but he's he's back. He's eligible. He's like there was a Reddit thing. It was like Basuma and like uh, Kulusevski and like one other guy are all back fit to play Arsenal. It's like, of course, they're back fit to play Arsenal. Yeah. But also, I think he's not. He's not preferred. He hasn't been starting because he hasn't been preferred to Bentancur. True. Yeah, he's been good. He's been good. We'll yeah. see. I reckon my prediction that Tottenham aren't going to score isn't a great one, but I'll, st- I'll stick with two now. Uh, but yeah, it's also a really good opportunity for us to potentially extend our lead at the top if a draw or United win happens in the Manchester derby. Yeah, it's a big weekend for the title race. Yeah, huge weekend. And I can't wait to watch at least one of those games. <laughs> Probably not going to watch the one at 3.30, the Arsenal Tottenham game. I will watch it just while I watch it delayed. On probably Monday. be pretty tired on, on Monday morning. On Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Me and Wilbur are going to a winery tour. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Yeah. No, either going to be tired or drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I think that wraps us up. Yeah, I think that's I think it. that wraps us up. All right. 
back in flow, back in back in the swing of things. The chemistry, as as you as you guys have heard over the last forty three minutes, has uh, come back like it, like we did it, it yesterday. <laughs> I don't know what where we is. left off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I ruined it all right there. Uh, but yes, uh, two big games of Premier League football this week. Uh, plenty more stuff to happen in the transfer window between now and when we record next week. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening to us talk. Uh, again, the, the Dynamic Duo is back, and we'll see you next week.